Houston Running Zone. The ultimate podcast for runners in the Houston area. Featuring the everyday runners who inspire us. Clubs, gear, races, and runcations. Houston, we've got the runs. All right. Today in the zone, I have an amazing volunteer, runner, and of course, all around awesome person here to talk to us about an upcoming inspirational run. And of course, more information about the Snowdrop Foundation is Tracy Duck. Welcome to the zone, Tracy. How are you doing today, Keith? Awesome. Awesome. Better now. I know we've already been having fun before we hit record, which I always want to hit record earlier, but that's all right. (laughs) You should have. No, maybe not. We don't want people to hear what I said. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of beeping out. Okay. (laughs) There you go. Well, last week I had the uh, Texas Independent Relay co-race director on, uh, Jay, and and of course uh, his wife, Joy, making an awesome team. But the Snowdrop Foundation, I definitely want to get more information about the Snowdrop Foundation. But first of all, I really kind of want to get with, you guys have a different twist. So the Snowdrop Foundation is putting on a kind of a different twist for the Texas Independence Relay, which is normally a relay. That's yes. kind of in the name and yep. it's a uh, 185 to 200 miles kind of depends on the different routes. So can you kind of, kind of fill us in as far as what the Snowdrop Foundation is doing? Yes. Well, we had just finished up our Delivering Hope um, adventure in Alaska and uh, one of the two runners that ran that, Scott Tyner, I guess was bored during the pandemic and he just decided one day he was reading about the Texas Independence Relay and he called me up and said, hey, I'd like to do the Texas Independence Relay. I'm like, yay, I'll get some people. He goes, no, I want to do it solo. Oh, would you like to do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about that. Um, and so Scott Tyner's going to do the 185 miles from Gonzalez to um, Burnham solo. Uh, that That's like two ultra 55 relays uh, or races by themselves. Uh, How's the logistics going to work on that? Well, whenever we have something crazy that somebody wants to do, the first call we make is to Brian Anderson, the Snowdrop Foundation crew chief, because he is the king of the spreadsheets. Um, So he's, (laughs) he spreadsheets it all out. And then is he a NASA guy? He, yes. Oh, yes. Uh huh. And so three times a day, you get the updated spreadsheet. We're on update 47 now. We've only been working on this for a week. Um, so he plans down to the minute um, from the start from Gonzalez to the end. Uh, and Scott basically just has to run. He talked about delivering hope, which was, uh, was that November of 19? Uh, 2019? 2019, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And kind of fill us in about delivering hope. I, I, well, that's actually probably the first time I met you in person was some of the fundraising events for Delivering Hope, which was Delivering Hope was in Alaska, kind of fill us in as far as, well, you know, let's, let's see, actually, let's even back up. See, I told you the podcast host goes crazy. The Snowdrop Foundation raises money for, is it scholarships for pediatric cancer survivors? It's, it's a threefold mission of the Snowdrop Foundation is to raise awareness for pediatric cancer it's to raise money for research for Texas children's. And it's also um, for scholarships. Um, so we, that is what we're trying to do. Just eradicate pediatric cancer and doing anything, anything we can do, um, to make that come to pass. As one of the events was delivering hope. So you kind of fill us in what delivering hope was. It was crazy. (laughs) Yes, it was crazy. So it was an 18 month campaign where we had set out originally to raise $50,000. And then we decided maybe that was just underselling the snowdrop nation. So we had a goal of $100,000. 
And when the 18 months was over and we calculated everything, we actually raised $325,000 for pediatric cancer. Um, So that was our biggest and most successful by far um, fundraising campaign that we've done with Snowdrop. And, and Scott Tyner was just a big part of that because the race started out, the run in, in Alaska was on the Dalton Highway, which is the road the ice truckers run on. Um, and Kevin wasn't able to, to finish that on his own. So Scott took up the baton for that, took up the torch and, and was able to help get the backpack with the kids' names to the, to the top of the world, the Arctic Circle. So Scott is, wants to continue that momentum um, and do this race to continue the fundraising for the kids. And there was a kind of a lot of symbolism there because it yes. was in November, like Alaska is beautiful in June. Um, it, <laughs> you can it kind is. of fill us in there. I know you're part of the team that helped yes. put it together and you went there because you're like, wow, yes. I can wear yeah. a parka. Yeah. And, you know, our church is in the middle of a fast. So I've given up cussing for 21 days, but it was blankety, blankety, blank cold um, in Alaska. Um, just, just a horribly bitter cold. And, and you're right about the symbolism. It was so overwhelming and just, and it was dark and it was dreary and, and you do, you just get depressed in that kind of weather. Um, it's definitely gave us a little bit small taste of what pediatric cancer kids go through. Just, just a teeny, teeny taste. Um, but it was a very powerful place to be knowing that somehow we have promised these kids that their name is getting up there. Um, and, and we've just got to get together as a team and get it done. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to say, you know, teeny, teeny, one hundredth of 1% yes, yes. of what they experience. And like, we, I think we feel more grateful because I've done a lot of your events, yes. races and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just really kind of, whoo. <laughs> well, just even the, I mean, we are a, a small foundation and even like the beer taste and the wine tastes that you came to, I mean, those people's houses were packed with people that had come because they wanted to help end pediatric cancer. I mean, they had a good time with the wine tasting and the beer tasting, but they were coming because they put kids first and they wanted to end the suffering of kids. I mean, that was just what was so cool to see in our fundraising events. Yes. And, and I, I like, and I believe it was at the wine tasting when Kevin was talking about, Kevin Klein was talking about, they follow the 80, 20% rule. It's more of like 85, 15. It's amazing that at a small scale that they can give back 80 to 85% of the money coming in, which is really yeah. hard to do as a small company. It a big company, you have leverage, small, hard. Right. When we started out the Delivering Hope campaign, we started a Facebook page and we had zero followers. In 18 months, we had 4,400. And it was those 4,400. One of the neatest stories I think I've heard from a fundraising aspect is we kept doing fundraising while we we're in Alaska and people, banks and credit cards were calling them saying, what's going on? We keep seeing five and 10 and $15 donations like every hour. You know, has your card been stolen? And it was people were giving that much to the campaigns that we were having each day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I know they rely heavily on volunteers, uh, yeah. whether it's uh, whether it's monetary or, you know, things you can do as, as things open kind of uh back up but so so i think was it kevin was it a, like a lake thing or was it a frostbite what made him I, I know he wanted to do the whole thing but there was right. a, there was a you know a plan b right right he, he 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 just hit you know just hit a place where he wasn't able to continue and literally um scott put on his shoes and and he didn't even bring shoes to wear on the ice road he was 
just had regular old trail shoes out there and jumped out and finished the 35 miles for that day. And then from that day forth, he and Kevin split, um, split the run. Um, and one of the things I think that, that was so powerful is you have all these kids messaging you like, is my name going to get to the top of the world? And it seemed like such a silly thing. They're naming a backpack and we're putting it at the top of the world. But man, it meant so much to those kids and family that it, it, it was kind of like, if we have to drag <laughs> the backpack, we're getting there. Yes. And it was kids um, that uh, we're going through as I know there's some kids with, with their angel wings as yes. well. Yes. Uh, a couple of names that, that I unfortunately uh, recognize, but um, yep. uh, part of it. Uh, so, you know, Scott took over and, and was kind of a part of the team. I like, you know, kind of made the team. It was all about kind of the mission. And I have to tell you, as a fundraiser, you know, it was devastating when Kevin couldn't finish. But as a fundraiser, I was kind of excited because then we had the whole team concept. We had the, hey, look, pediatric cancer kids don't go through this alone. Um, so now we had Kevin and Scott working together, just like pediatric cancer kids and their families. Um, and, and honestly, and all honestly, that is when the fundraising just took off those next three days. We raised $40,000 in five days. I mean, that's unheard of from a, from a small organization. And just the fact that Scott was able to carry that burden um, was incredible. And that's why I'm so excited about his solo run for TIR, because I have seen that Scott can do the impossible. Um, and so we are super excited. When Scott called me, he's like, you know, I, I kind of would like you to you know, be in part, be part of the fundraising and the social media. I said, what do you, what do you think the Lord's telling you to raise? He's like $5,000. Well, my big mouth says, well, that sure sounds low. Why don't you ask him again? <laughs> so, so he said 10,000. And, uh, you know, then last week he's like, oh, I think we can do 18,500. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to agree with this, but let's stop. But it just shows you just how excited Scott is. And Scott wants to do all he can do for kids. We're in the Houston running zone. We've got the runs. One of the neatest things Scott said is, I am shy. I, I don't like to talk to strangers. I can't talk to strangers. But when it comes to snowdrop, I can talk to anybody. Um, and so that's that was just a cool thing that Scott shared. As 18,500, so that's 185 miles for the 185th yes, anniversary of Texas Independence. That's right. Times, uh, so you need, um, I think you're kind of asking for a certain amount. Is it $18.50 so we get 1,000 people to do that? There you go. There you go. For the next 18 days, we're doing 1850. And then when that 18 days is over, um, we have another campaign coming up as soon as I make it up. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, don't no donation is too big, uh, obviously, right. or too small. I mean, it all yeah. adds up. It does, and we're trying to be cognizant of the world we're in right now. We there's so many people that just economically aren't able to give as much as they used to pre-pandemic days, uh, but they still want to give. So we're trying to keep everything small so that everybody can take ownership and be included um, in this campaign. Yeah, easily, easy. That's good. Now, how can people support? Because I'll forget. So, how can people start supporting as of right now? And if they if they hear this after it's over, okay. Well, Snowdrop is going to continue regardless. Um, you know, what's the best way? Um, right now, the best way is to go to Snowdrop Foundation on Facebook because that's where we're posting about the the solo run. Also, three hundred sixty five days a year on the Snowdrop Foundation page on Facebook is what we're doing next. What they can do to give. 
Um, when it comes scholarship time, we ask for more money for scholarships. Um, so I, I would say the best way is the Snowdrop Foundation Facebook page. And as far as Road to Independence, you are going to hear a lot about it and see my face and Brian Anderson's face a lot because we're going to start doing our live streams coming up next week. That'll be pretty regular. Oh, super, super cool. Now, Snowdrop Foundation, we'll just kind of go a little bit deeper um, since you've been involved. How long have you been kind of volunteering with them? I think eight years from the first Ultra 55. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I actually originally found out about Snowdrop via um, like a news segment. I don't even watch the news, but it was like upcoming on the news. And it was it was Kevin kind of doing his one of his crazy things, like I'm going to run a marathon every day for like a week or something. Yes. I don't yes. remember that. And then, of course, I, I, I ran the I've been involved with a lot of their stuff. But can you kind of give us like a brief, you know, how did the Snowdrop Foundation start? Because I think that's really important so yeah. people kind of know about it. Uh, Kevin was doing the radiothon with the radio station at Texas Children's, and he kept noticing this young lady um, talking with the pediatric cancer kids and, and bringing them juice. And so he thought she was a candy striper. Towards the end of the radiothon, he was able to introduce himself. And he's like, you know, how long have you been volunteering? And the young lady looks at him and says, I'm here because I'm a pediatric cancer patient. And her name was Chelsea Campbell. And over the, the weeks and months, uh, he and Ke she and Kevin just became close. He became close with their family, Sandy and JL. And um, for Chelsea's 16th birthday, they, the doctors didn't expect her to live to her 16th birthday. But Chelsea was determined she was going to. Uh, and she did. And um, Kevin and Trish donate, uh, gifted her the Snowdrop Foundation. Um, and then it just it went from there. Chelsea, Chelsea did unfortunately pass away, um, but her spirit and her heart, you know, there's not anybody in Snowdrop that every single event doesn't think we got this Chelsea. We're doing this for you, Chelsea. Wow. They have a, is it Chelsea 5k? There's a lot of races that go on with. The they are. They are. They have, a, we have the Chelsea's 5k. We have coming up in July 31st. And I think you might've come to that. I can't remember the dreadmill tell you Snowdrop. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yep, July 31st. I brought beer. There you go. <laughs> there you go. July 31st, we'll be we'll be having the Treadmill Tell You Snowdrop fundraising event. And basically, it's 24 hours on a treadmill, um, relay style, and have fun. The treadmills might work or they might not work, but you just keep running. Um, we've learned a lot since our first uh, misadventure doing that. Um, but even with that, we raised $25,000 um, just because people had a blast. That's one thing about Snowdrop. Every event is like a family reunion. We are so excited about the event. We have an up coming up March 6th. We're going to be at the Saloon Door Brewery. Um, Pam and Paul Hill are helping us organize that because we haven't seen each other. We didn't have the Ultra 55. It's been a year, 18 months since some of us have seen each other. And uh, we're just going to get together, drink some beer, raise some money, and have a good time. All right. Terrific. Well, I'll definitely pick your brain as far as for more races uh, upcoming. I'll bug you again, uh, as, as I like to do. Um, but Good. yeah, you mentioned the Ultra 55, which was normally over New Year's Eve. Now, yes. was it was it 2019 I saw you uh, decided to uh, run that as well? I had a team. We had a team, a uh, relay team, and um, we actually came in first place and beat Patty Godfrey's team. And I always want to make sure I say that just to aggravate her, but Ooh. also because she's also because she's a great sport. Patty's a great sport. Um, the thing about Patty is if it's, if it helps the kids go ahead, beat our team. Um, but yes, no, I was scheduled to run this year. Um, and then it went virtual. So I've deferred to next year. Okay. Terrific. 
Yeah, I learned my lesson the first year, so I'm, I'm relay only. <laughs> no. Relay only. 81. 81%. That's a B minus, people. There so you go. Uh, I'm okay there with that. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, even the relay is tough. You know, it's like, okay, is it my turn again? Please, did everybody else go? <laughs> we always make the new people do the 3 a.m. There you go. Yep. There you go. Initiation. I know they're not going to listen to this. The last thing I want to do is hear this guy's voice again. So they're not going to listen to the podcast and mess with them all the time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, one one thing too, that, you know, I just wanted to make sure I shared Jay and Joy from TIR have been amazing. We've always kind of had a dream with Snowdrop with kind of figuring something out to kind of do with them. And even though Scott's officially not under TIR, we have to do it separately. They have been so amazingly encouraging and supportive. So I just want to make sure I gave Jay and Joy a shout out. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the uh, Texas Independence Relay.com, of course, at the previous episode, awesome people. I've, I've done yep. that race, I think four times and we, we had to miss one year and of course the virtual year. Yeah. Um, and then kind of one more time, you go to Snowdrop Foundation on Facebook to hear kind of everything about Snowdrop. Is that correct? Exactly. Also snowdropfoundation.org. They can get on the website and look um, just everything you need to know about Snowdrop. Or you know what? They can just reach out to me on Facebook. Yeah, there you go. And they'll they'll recognize the uh, the, the smiling face and and the voice. Your voice there travels. You <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know. I've heard. I'll go to I'll go to places. We'll be traveling with snow driving. I walk in a room and people are like, "Oh, you're Tracy." <laughs> Not sure how Tracy I choose here. to take. Yeah, I choose to take that in a positive manner, but we'll see. <laughs> Give me your wallets. Excellent. Get out your wallets. <laughs> All right. Well, starting last episode, we have uh, we have a lightning round now. It's kind of oh. a new thing. So be ready. Okay. It's normally quick fire, but then I end up yapping. So either way. Okay. So you ready for the lightning round? Uh, yes, I am. All right, we'll do three questions for you. We'll be nice to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready. Question number one, your favorite after race food? Taco Bell. Nice. Question number two, beer or wine? Wine. Oh, see? Totally. Sparkling wine. Yep. Ah, all right. Excellent. And the most important question, number three, your favorite pizza? Um, Marguerite. Tomato. Mozzarella. Ah, Where from? That's it. That's it. Mm, I think Gio's. Gio's pizza. Well, no, let me take that back. Italy. How about Italy? I'm just going to change it to Italy. Because, you know, we did, Snowdrop did a race in Italy a couple years ago, and that's all I ate was pizza, pizza, pizza. Okay. Uh, What's your favorite region of Italy for pizza? Because it's like crazy over there. You know what? Rome, flat out, right outside the Vatican. Like little little place right outside the Vatican. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. Good deal. Once again, Tracy, uh, thank you so much. And we'll definitely have you you on for a future episode. Yeah, please do. Take care. Thank you so much, Keith. I appreciate you. Please remember, no donation is too small to give to the Snowdrop Foundation or really any charity you feel passionate about. If you like this episode and listen on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate us or even better, leave us a review. But more importantly, if you'd like to be notified of upcoming weekly episodes of inspirational runners, clubs, gear, races, and runcations, simply hit the follow or subscribe button. And as always, looking forward to sharing another episode next week. Thanks for visiting the Houston Running Zone. If you know someone you'd like to be featured in the zone, go to thehoustonrunningzone.com and send us a message. Until next week, always remember, Houston, we've got the runs.